0: Welcome to episode 7 of I Don't Know The Podcast, The Raylians. Do you like UFOs? Do you like science? Do you like free, sexy love? If you answered yes, yes, and yes, and you're also in the market for a new religion, then you could do worse than looking into the Raylians. But are they really good or do they have a bad side? I don't know. So listen on to find out what else I don't know about the Raelians.
1: and when he invited me to to go inside, I was very disappointed because I was a racing car driver.
2: I really want to have the same rights that men do, to just go out in public without my shirt on.
1: They are like a a little bit smaller. They have large almond-shaped eyes.
0: Realism is a UFO-based religion that started in 1974 by French person Claude Vorion. Born in Vichy, France, Claude's father was Jewish and his mother was a devout atheist. So, of course, they sent him to a Catholic boarding school. Aged 15, Claude ran away from boarding school and spent three years busking on the streets of Paris. It was during this time that he was spotted by a talent agent and signed a record contract. He released six singles and had a minor hit with Le Muelle et le Canel, or Honey and Cinnamon. Another song from 1967 is Madame Pipi, which translates to Mrs. Toilet Attendant. Unfortunately, I couldn't find any of those songs, so here he is singing Sacre Salgueil,
1: Sacré sale gueule, que je ne t'abale Depuis bientôt 20 ans Sacré sale gueule qui va si mal A moi mois du printemps On dit que c'est au printemps Que poussent les poids de Mais tu sais toi en venant Tu m'as vraiment pas fait une fleur Sacré sale gueule que je ne travaille.
0: Well, the, as we all know, the French aren't really known for great music. His music career came to an end when his sponsor committed suicide, possibly after hearing that song. Cloud needed another career, and he'd always dreamed of being a racing driver. Without any money coming in, that dream also disappeared. So he did the next best thing and became a motor racing journalist. He started his own magazine called Prop. And around this time, he also met a hot nurse called Marie-Paul Christini, and they shacked up together. It was in 1973 that Claude went to a volcano crater in France, and here... He explains what
1: happened.
0: Unfortunately, my French is not very good. In fact, I have no idea what he's saying there. But luckily for us, he went on Irish TV where they actually speak English. And here he is talking with Gay Byrne. Let's have a welcome, please, for Claude Riel. This story is for listeners in the U.S. Gay Byrne is like the Irish Johnny Carson. And for listeners in the U.K., he's like the Irish Terry Wogan. A
3: guy who went off to the planets you haven't such a hot sense of direction, but however, how are you? <laughs> you're very welcome, you're very welcome. Now, they, so, so they, they, they met you on the side of the road, uh, Claude,
1: did they, these guys? Yes, it, it, it was, I was going to my office, like you said before, and uh, uh, I didn't know that that was uh, the day, we, this, this day will change my life. And what did they look like? They looked like us, because they, they created us in their image like the Bible explained, and uh, they are like us, a little bit smaller, they have large almond-shaped eyes, but they are like us, they are human like us. And how many of them were there? I met only one, at the first encounter, and uh, it it was really, uh, for me, uh, an incredible day, it was...
4: uh, uh,
1: It was the most fantastic day of my life. Yes, and and how long did the conversation last on that first day? It was six hours. Six times, one hour. One hour the first day, one hour the second day, and the sixth day, one hour. And not only was Cloud visited by the
0: Elohim, he also went for a ride with them. Yes. Yes. And then, when the next time you
3: met them, in 1975 was it, he, he, you met them, and, and they took you with them to their yes. planet, in, in, in what sort of a thing did they have to travel in, to, the,
1: to the planet? We have to, to understand that technology is 25,000 years of advance on Earth. So, if we imagine what was the civilization uh, 100 years ago, for instance, everything in this studio is like a miracle for our grandfather, Indeed. grandfather. Yes. The microphones, the lights... Uh, it's beyond their wildest imagination. Exactly. Yes. But can you try to imagine, after 25,000 years, what kind of civilization we will have on Earth? So it's what is their civilization. Yes. Uh, but what sort of a contraption did
3: you go in? I mean, was it a... Was it anything like a motor car or a bus or an aircraft or whatever? We have only also
1: to think in, 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 uh, in, in what can be the, the, the future of vehicles we will have. It looks like a bell, a flattened bell, made of a very shining silver metal. It was about seven meters of diameters. And when he invited me to, to go inside, I was very disappointed because I was a racing car driver and also I, I knew uh, about how to pilot airplanes and I was very enthusiastic to see how is it possible to pilot, to drive this kind of machine. So he's only just met them and he expects them to let him drive. But when I arrived inside the room, there was no panel instrument, no, no, no wheel, nothing. Only a circle uh, room made of the same uh, shining silver metal like outside. And when you got to their place of abode, their planet, what what
3: did you see there? Tell me about the people you saw and how they travel on the planet and do they work and are their children, all of those things.
1: Yes, I, I think to understand more about them, it's necessary first to, to resume the message they gave me because if directly I describe the planet, uh, maybe it looks a little bit funny. So it's necessary to understand these people came on the Earth a a very long time ago. They builded big laboratories and in these laboratories, thanks to DNA and genetic combination, they created all life on Earth. It means...
0: So they're smaller than us and they made everything on Earth? Wait a minute, this sounds like time bandits.
3: Tell me about when you got to the planet, what, what sort of life they led anyway when you got
1: there? They have no, of course they have no work, like we, we, we used to have work.
0: Listen. No work seems very popular with the Irish audience. What's your reaction to all of this, Victor? You're, you're, you're you're
4: skeptical. I mean, think
3: of the market for shavers, first of all. I was going to ask, do they shave? Do they shave? No. No. Oh. We've not got... I'm not in sympathy at
0: all. That's Victor Kayam, who owns the Remington Shaver Company. But what are the key beliefs of the Raelians? Well, luckily for us, the International Raelian Organization made a short and informative video.
4: Hundreds of thousands of people around the world believe, as all Raelians do, that we were created by advanced scientists from another planet who made us in their image those extraterrestrial creators mentioned in the Bible as the Elohim, have continued throughout history to monitor our progress, and have also sent us messengers, including Jesus, the Buddha, Muhammad, and a few dozen others throughout the centuries.
0: Nothing like uh, hedging your bets, right?
4: Each messenger brought humanity a message appropriate for the level of human understanding prevailing at the time. Our current level of knowledge prompted our extraterrestrial creators to send one last messenger, Rael. His mission is to tell human beings the truth about our origins, and to communicate our Creator's desire to meet with us, accompanied by all the ancient prophets they will bring with them as announced in various religions and traditional scriptures found on all continents. But before the Elohim officially visit us, we must build an embassy. In a world of peace, which will become the third temple predicted in ancient writings,
1: they look like us because they they created us in their image, like the Bible explains. And these people came on the earth a a very long time ago. They built a big laboratories, and in these laboratories, thanks to DNA and genetic combination, they created all life on earth. It means trees, animals, and men in their image. The original Bible, you can find one very easily. It's not written the first day God did that, but the first day Elohim did that. The second day Elohim did that. And in Hebrew, Elohim means those who came from the sky they asked me if possible to build this embassy near Jerusalem because it's for them a very important place they had the first laboratory was made the Garden of Eden is in in the Bible was near Jerusalem it's it's up to us we we have the choice we they, they are not invaders they respect us so they will come Only if we want to welcome them, and the people who are ready will help you. We don't need to convince all the mankind. We cannot convince all the mankind. And you cannot convince. Jesus couldn't, Moses couldn't, Mohammed couldn't. So you have just to find the right people, they are at the right place, to bring them together and they will help you. We already are 20,000 and we will build this embassy.
4: Such is the mission of Rael, and those who have decided to help him, the members of the international Raelian movement. Your country could be the host of this embassy, and benefit from the tens of billions of dollars that it will bring in additional revenue.
0: Not just dollars, but space dollars.
4: The host country will also forever have the prestige of being the one who dared welcome those who created us, and in doing so, will offer a very great service to humanity. The host country will need to grant the Raelian Movement a very small amount of land, approximately four square kilometers, for the purpose of building a peace-loving embassy where the residents and visitors will have privacy and diplomatic neutrality. The country granting the necessary extraterritoriality and authorization for the embassy to be built within its territory will not only benefit financially, but enjoy the protection of the Elohim. It will become the spiritual and scientific center of the planet for millennia to come, and happiness will prevail within its borders. This can be your country.
0: Wow. Imagine having the Elohim embassy in your own country. Now, apparently the Elohim really wanted the embassy to be in Israel. I can think of no other reason than because they have Ra'el in their name. However... Israel were not so keen. It wasn't the aliens or the spaceships they objected to. It was the Raelians' logo. The small matter that in the middle of their logo is a swastika. Another thing the Raelians believe in is hot, sexy, free love. All types of free love, too. Gay, lesbian, trans, even plain old, boring, heterosex. They have this thing called the Happiness Academy. They're in just about every country where there's aliens. And they've posted lots of videos of these get-togethers online, which look like a cross between Love Island and Girls Gone Wild. Well, I assume they do. Only a few seconds after I started watching one, my wife walked in and demanded to know what the hell I was watching. Apparently, it's for my podcast is not a believable excuse. So, after my wife had gone through my browser history and I was allowed to have my laptop back, I got on with more research. Here's a clip that I was allowed to watch where Rayel tells his followers that he wants them to masturbate.
1: Love yourself. Love yourself. Physically. Touch yourself. Because you are the Elohim. When you touch and love yourself, Feel the Elohim inside you. Because many are alien, they, I love Elohim, but they don't love
2: themselves. You,
1: you are, the Elohim created on earth by Elohim, so you are the
2: Elohim.
1: Love every part of yourself. When you love yourself. Yes, touch every part. Every, every part.
0: They also organized Go Topless Day after a lady called Phoenix Feely was arrested for going topless in New York, and they've done it since 2007.
2: Could you tell me why you came out here today, clad in tape?
4: I'm here to support the cause for women's rights at being top free. It's either everybody or no one. Wait, that's a dude.
2: I really want to have the same rights that men do to just go out in public without my shirt on and I don't think that it needs to be a sexual thing. I just want to feel the sun on my
4: skin. I've always wanted that. I came out here to celebrate women's equality and to hope to expand a little further. We fight for be able to be bare chested
2: but if that can't be the case then men should have to cover their breasts and that's why I wear uh, my breast covered at this moment.
0: Yes, I'm sure he's there for female solidarity.
2: So tell me, did you just kind of stop by, just figure out what everyone was standing around about? Yeah, pretty much.
3: I was here earlier and noticed that they were, you know, getting ready. And I'm, you know, kind of see is it a good idea.
0: Oh, yeah, I just happened to be there. That's even less believable than I was researching that porn for my podcast. Another thing the Raelians believe in is human cloning. They believe that with the techniques the Elohim used to create us, human cloning is possible and that you can transfer your mind into a disease-free cloned body, thus achieving immortality. Bridget Boisler is high up in the Iranian ranks. She's Raelle's number two in command. She's a French person also, and a scientist and chemist with two PhDs. She set up Clone Aid organization for the purpose of human cloning, and at a press conference in Florida in 2002, she said this...
2: I'm very, very pleased to announce that the ba- first baby clone uh, is born. She was born yesterday at 11.55 uh, a.m. in the country where she was born. So this will not give you more details about the location. She, she's fine. We call her Eve between us. You knew that, of course. Some suggested it, and I thought it was a good idea. Actually, you won't have the right name, and you know. For a long time, I thought that the um, this press conference will be with the baby, the parents, the scientists, everybody surrounding me, and uh, having pleasure announcing. And I'm alone, and there is a reason to that. Is that. Um, It hasn't been easy to face the world with this announcement. And uh, we have been discussing with the parents the last three months how we would handle today. And uh, they decided not to show up yet. They will. I hope they will. And I wish them well. We started really to work with human eggs in January of this year. So it took us three months to finalize, and this is very short and that's why I said, is it luck or is it hard work? I do believe it's hard work. And, but we had, uh, our really, we had really good success very quickly and refined the technique for human eggs until spring where we started to have implantation. We had 10 implantations and five of them during the first Three weeks uh, were terminated spontaneously. Five others were successful and are still successful. The first one so was um, uh, born yesterday. The next one is due in Europe next week.
0: Okay, so you've cloned this baby, but we can't see it? This announcement was met with disbelief and outright mockery. After no sign of baby Eve, Bernard Siegel, an attorney from Florida, started legal action to bring Eve's parents to court so her well-being could be assessed. Bridget attended the second hearing and told the court the child was in Israel and her parents would not contact anyone. The court had to decide that it had no jurisdiction. In the next few years, Bridget claimed to have cloned 13 more children, but refused to give any evidence at all. What did happen, though, was the US government banned human cloning. So what's happening with the Raelians now? How many people follow Rael and are members of the movement? Well, if you believe the international Raelian movement, it's over 90,000. However, if you believe leaked documents from the international Raelian movement, it's 18,111. They continue to have their Happiness academies world ride, and for some reason, no country has taken up their offer to build an embassy, and it's unknown how much money has been raised for it, or if any of that money has ever been spent. Episode, Episode 7, The Raylias, the, the Epilogue. So, what have we learned this week? We learned that I can't understand French.
1: Et rien me fait plus plaisir que...
0: We learned that Raoul uses attractive naked women to bring in more followers.
3: Yeah, pretty much. I was here earlier and noticed that they were, you know, getting ready. And I'm, you know, kind of see as it's a good idea.
0: And we learned that Rao and Brigitte are fucking liars.
2: I'm very, very pleased to announce that the first baby clone is born. She was born yesterday at 11.55.
0: The aliens do do some good things. They campaign against FGM and paedophile priests, and they support a lot of feminist causes. But Ray can offer no proof at all regarding this story. Um, When you say you've cloned a baby, people are at least going to want to see a picture of that baby. The last word goes to Susan J. Palmer, a religion psych- sociologist who has written books about Rael, And she said of Rael, He's not a very well-educated person, and he doesn't write very well either, but he's very intense and enthusiastic and very creative. If you enjoy this podcast, then share it with your friends and let me know. Join the Facebook group and the Instagram, and you can email me at idontknowpod at outlook.com. Special thanks to our logo creator, Raymond Roel of Project Raven Creative. See all his links in the show notes. Thank you for listening, and come back next week to find out what I don't know...
4: We've been waiting for you once you come on in We'd like to talk to you about your progress And see how things have We've had some about the noise and the things that you do Me and the boys have designed to do the treatment some pressure Which
3: is our code What's the pain So sit back We are about to